Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. going on folks welcome back to another episode here dangerous world podcast recording an intro early in the morning here for you guys as usual so my voice might sound a little different um recorded with garrett king here this was a fun episode we talked about his itc it's essentially spirit photography and it's really interesting stuff you know if you know the show you know i don't really get into this kind of stuff too often but it was cool to see and cool to hear cool to learn about and um, I like talking with Garrick. We, we, uh, I mentioned in the episode, it feels like he's a returning guest because I've talked with him a couple times on other shows. But um, this was obviously the first time he's been on my show. And you can check out his ITC page. It's i.t.c underscore photography. And this is the stuff that we talked about here. But what he does more is talk about his matrix code that he's discovered. And that is truly interesting stuff. Uh, he uses it to kind of decode the, uh, is it the the Torah? Yeah, I was almost said the Quran, but the Torah. And his 1111 matrix code page is 1111 underscore matrix underscore code. Pretty simple for both those. I'll plug those here in the show notes as well. And I will also give you direction to his YouTube page if you want to check that out. You can see all this stuff that he does with the ITC and with the 1111 stuff. But this was cool. We uh, He shows me some pretty scary, weird clips like this one here. I'll kind of give you a preview of. <laughs> just freaky sounding stuff like that what he does is he essentially communicates with entities it sounds like and um you know i'm always skeptical and i think this stuff is is some potentially opening a, a pandora's box uh that's why i don't do it but you know he's a grown-ass man he feels like he can do this stuff and he's more than welcome to do it right so and and it's very entertaining at the at the very least this stuff is very interesting to me so uh don't worry though i'm not gonna start getting into this shit because like i said it's freaky even you know when, when we were recording i couldn't hear the messages because we were going through zoom which to me is interesting on its own i know that the quality of a zoom call isn't very good but usually you can hear some things these things were talking at a frequency that i could not hear at all um so I had to edit this together towards the end a little bit. I'm playing the whole episode for you guys for free too. Um, the video, which it is a visual episode as most of Garrick's episodes always are. 
um, the video will be free for all Patreon people. Usually my video content, so at the $5 tier, this will just be for the $3 people. Um, I don't put shit on YouTube anymore, otherwise I would totally put this there. YouTube sucks ass though, big time. So, um, but yeah, this stuff's creepy, it's fun. Um, I, I don't wanna you know take too much of your time. I will plug here a tiny bit up front. Uh, dangerousworldpodcast.com for the conspiracy soap, which is a fan favorite lately. Uh, the t-shirts, which I'm working on a couple new t-shirts right now. And um, obviously, patreon.com slash dangerousworldpodcast if you want to get this video to kind of understand what we're talking about a little more. Again, very visual episode. I'm curious as to what you think for audio-only listeners, if this is something that is interesting to you. To me, this wouldn't be a fun listen. It's much more of a fun watch. But... I'm just being honest here with you. I, I want to get your opinion. So if you kind of get the idea of what we're talking about, if we do a good enough job explaining what's going on, uh, what we're looking at and whatnot. But yeah, super, super fun thing. So uh, let's just roll into it here. I'm tired. I feel like the more I talk, uh, the more this is not going to make sense. So we're going to get going on it. Hope you enjoy it. Hope to see you over there at Patreon if you're not already there. And look for a deep dive coming this weekend um you know it'll, it'll be teed up for you on monday if you'd like because um i want to get back to some of that stuff that really made the show grow um to the size that it's at now i've been exploring some other things um the patreon's been kind of cool lately not too many people signing up as much um no one really leaving though a, a couple people obviously leaving here and there all the time but i want to get back to that stuff that made the show unique and um what i think you guys like just you know when you have a show for a while you like to experiment so getting back to some deep dives you'll see one this weekend about tiktok and the um ownership there within tiktok i'll give you a hint it's not the ccp so here we go here's garrett king thanks again garrett if you're listening this was a fun fun episode buddy and uh, look forward to talking to you, with you in the future. And to all the listeners, enjoy this show. All right, guys, I have what feels like a returning guest, but uh, it's because we've talked on other shows a couple of times. And hopefully you're familiar with this gentleman. His name is Garrett King. And we have talked a lot about numbers and this matrix code that he essentially discovered um and you know the whole 1111 matrix code it's fascinating stuff i was very skeptical at first i'm turning more and more into a believer garrick um the we the day after we recorded that monday night show i sent you that picture of that uh batch of chicken that was 1111 i I chose that on purpose right because i was like that's kind of funny that it's just there but uh how are you doing man i'm doing well i'm doing very well and it is interesting that you say that because um we have a new co-worker uh, where I work and she and I were talking I think it was just yesterday or maybe the day before and somehow the conversation turned to my whole YouTube channel and this 1111 matrix code thing and I was kind of explaining a little bit of it to her and she like looks over and she goes oh my god she's like 1111 is written on this box right over here next to me and I was like what she picks it up and holds it up to the camera, and sure enough, it was like 11 by 11 by 4. That's so funny. So it had 11 11 right there on it. I was like, well, of course. welcome to my world. And, you know, <laughs> we're not going to be talking about this stuff today because, you know, I, I recommend that people go and check out the episodes that you did with My Third Eye Podcast, good friend of this show and good friend of me personally, Ghost. 
Um, you guys have done several hours talking about this stuff and diving. I'm sure there's a lot of visuals and stuff included with that. We talked about it on Matt's Monday Night Show as well. So I recommend people go and really digest that. And if there is viewable stuff, check that out. It's deep. It can get exhausting for people, I would imagine, if you're just listening to it, hearing 11.11 over again, hearing 3.3.3 over and over again, right? It gets to that point where it's like, okay, I get it, but it's it's very visual stuff. So I want to talk about that stuff at some other point, but you had mentioned a few really interesting things uh, that you do. I don't know if it's kind of a side thing. It seems like the 11.11 stuff really kind of takes up most of your time, but um, we're, we're going to talk about essentially some photography that you do, uh, paranormal studies, I guess. I'm not an expert on, on you know, calling these things what they are, but it sounds incredibly interesting. Before we do that, man, why don't you tell us like where people can find you, um, how, how uh, they can be more familiar with your work and hopefully see some visual stuff with your numbers. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the 1111 Matrix Code YouTube channel is simply that. It's 1111 Matrix Code. Um, that's for all of that research. And I have put some of my ITC videos on there as well. Um, just to kind of keep the the channel going, because I can never predict when new information with this 1111 matrix code stuff is going to show up. So um, I kind of threw those videos in because there was kind of a little bit of a lull there. Um, but if people are interested in the ITC research, um, they can go to Instagram. I have two different Instagrams, but the ITC one is at I period T period C period underscore photography. Okay. Yeah, man. It looks like you've got a pretty interesting uh, YouTube channel here too. So um, that's, yeah, a, that's a lot one. of, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just click on that. My face there. Yeah. It's awesome stuff. And it's interesting, man. I, like I said, I was real skeptical when I first started listening um and when i first started talking with you but you know it's just grown on me it's it's very very strange stuff and you said this is your itc what does itc stand for uh instrumental transcommunication it's spirit communication using electronic devices so spirit boxes um but it also kind of moves over into the realm of scrying which is using like a liquid or crystal ball or even mirrors to communicate with spirits. Uh, I still kind of classify it as the instrumental because I am using an electronic device, such as a camera to record the video or, you know, the liquid that I'm using to, to, uh, you know, attempt to communicate with these, these beings. Huh? Interesting. You know, I think that, you know, what makes the most sense is talking about like how you got into this, you know, cause there's a lot of, people that say that they like paranormal experiences are almost attracted to them. Right. I have not had, I think maybe, you know, more than one or two paranormal experiences and it could have been easily explained things like, you know, a trash can lid that's pretty securely sitting on that a trash can metal trash can, those kind of old school ones where it sucks in almost like you really have to pry the lid off to get that thing off. And I was, you know, home alone, uh, in my old house and this lid just goes flying across the living room now it could have had some kind of weird gas in there from like trash that was sitting for a little bit um we weren't the cleanest because you know it was me and three other dudes living in this house um so you know it could have I, I have no idea but things like that nothing 
concrete to where I'm, I can say that paranormal experiences follow me, but are you one of those people that seems to just like, you can't get away from the paranormal stuff? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It started for me when I was about three or four years old. Um, my parents were looking at this, this house that they were, I guess, going to rent and, it was kind of a cool house, but it was one of those built probably in the twenties. I mean, the house that you know I currently live in was built in the twenties, but um, this one was just kind of like your standard box shape house. You know, you walked in the front door, you were immediately in the living room, and then immediately to your right was the first bedroom, and then off of that bedroom was a bathroom, and then you had the back bedroom. You exited the back bedroom into the kitchen, from the kitchen into the dining room, and the dining room met back up to the living room. So it was just this square box you know type house but one of the cool things about it was the the closets in the two bedrooms you could walk from one closet all the way through and come out the closet in the other room oh wow like a little hallway yeah like a little hallway and my brother and i thought because i was you know again i was three or four and he was five six something like that and we just thought that was the coolest <laughs> thing you know, in the world. So while my parents were off, I think in the dining room or something, talking to the, you know, the landlord, my brother and I, we were running through the closets and then going around and coming through the bathroom and then just, you know, making this circle, you know, through the bathroom, through the closets and just going around and around and around. And at some point we stopped and I, I guess we, you know, we just never seen anything like this, but at the top of the closet was an opening and it was to the attic, you know, but we were, we were kids. We didn't know what it was. And we were sitting there just like, man, like, where does that go? Is it like another part of the house? Is there more rooms up there, you know? And so as we're sitting there, literally just discussing this amongst ourselves, this deep, booming male voice goes, get out of here. I mean, just like that. And we like looked at each other and then we did exactly what it said. We hauled ass out of there. Okay. Went running, found our parents. We were like screaming, telling them what happened, you know. And, you know, this was like in the 70s. So, you know, it's back then it was more like, you know, kids were seen, not heard. Right, right, right. <laughs> so my parents were trying to keep us, you know, quiet. But the landlord, he was, you know, he he was paying attention. And, and I think his thought was because the house had been vacant that maybe a vagrant, you know, had somehow got inside the house and was camping up in the attic. Oh, that's, uh, so, that's almost more scary than a freaking ghost. Oh yeah, definitely. But this entrance, it was, it was odd. You, you literally needed a, a step ladder to get up into it. There was no like ladder built on the side of the wall or anything. Right. There was no pull down with the, you know, unfolding ladder. So he literally went and got a step ladder and climbed up there and looked, and there was nobody up there. Mm. Nobody up there at all. And my mom told me this a little while later, but when we moved, she had a box of records uh, that belonged to her dad and her mom uh, stored up there. And when we were moving, she she went to reach for it and she pulled the box and something pulled it back. And she's like, nope, that's it. And she wow. left him up there. <laughs> wow. She, I mean, she never got him. She never got him. And so your mom didn't tell you this as a kid, though? No. No, it wasn't until much, much, much later. It's probably for yeah. the best, right? 
<laughs> yeah. Freak some kids yeah. out with somebody up there. Yeah. So, so this is your first ever experience. And it was a shared experience. My brother and I, we both heard it. I mean, we were right there together. Did your brother you know, still and, have and an interest? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, well, what I was going to say is my parents were literally just in the dining room, but the dining room wasn't that far from this room. And they heard nothing. But we both distinctly heard it. Those, that's weird. It's like it's like um, when things like that happen, it's almost like there's some other dimension that you're kind of in or something. You know, if it's that loud and you're hearing it, your brother's hearing it, and then they can't hear it, you know, what I'm assuming is like 10 feet away or less even, right? Um, yeah. That's that's really interesting stuff to me, just the idea that maybe you can kind of slip in the middle of a couple of dimensions or something. You know, I don't I don't understand the science or anything by it, but does your brother still kind of pursue this stuff like you do? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. he has a huge interest in it, uh, just like me. Um, I mean, he's in anything conspiracy wise. I mean, he's constantly sending me stuff through Telegram. Um, that's cool. You know, he's. He's deeply involved in the whole eleven eleven matrix thing. He's just mind blown. <laughs> oh, he's into thing. that too. I mean, just from from me, just from me talking about it, because I always, anytime I find something new, I he's usually like my first person to go to to say, "Hey, check this out." You That's know? cool. That's uh, awesome that you can have that kind yeah, of relationship just, with your brother. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times, like you know, especially you know, you like giving your siblings hard times and stuff. You know. And it seems like yeah. most people would just like give you a bunch of shit about it, but it's pretty awesome oh, yeah. that your brother, that your brother sees, sees eye to eye with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. He's, you know, he, and he's, you know, he's the type to sit there and go, you do know you're, you know, like what kind of backlash you're going to get if you put this information right. out. I'm like, right. yeah, I know, but I feel like I'm supposed to. So well, you know, he's kind of my sounding board. Yeah, I agree with him on that, but I I wish that it wasn't the case. You know, I wish that like, why would you get backlash? You're not saying anything like uh, you're the the second coming or anything. You're just sharing information that you're finding. Uh, I think when it gets into the religious side, and sure. you know, when you start talking about Lucifer, Jesus, kind of being the same, you know, person. Um, most people don't want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not <laughs> all the way there on that part yet, but I know, like, you know, the numbers don't lie about that particular thing. Um, I, you know, I lean towards Christianity myself, but it's not something that offends me. You know, I can, I can separate something that you're saying from what I think is reality, and I can still respect you and respect your thoughts on that and your research. It's not like you're just saying, hey, you know, I, like Charles Manson used to say that same kind of thing, right? Like Jesus and the devil are the same. It, it it is kind of like an esoteric look on that. It, there's there's good and there's bad, and and you you take those those stories or those those characters we can call them, I guess, for for lack of a better term, and you try to like apply like the whole idea of like light and dark. Like these are just different ways that you can be. You can be like Jesus, or you can be like Lucifer. If I'm understanding it correctly, but like I said, I see it a little different. But that doesn't matter. We're still able to have these conversations, and I think that's important for people to to try to do that. But um. Getting back to this uh, paranormal stuff, when do you start really like ramping up your research and getting into because we're going to show some some videos, right, and some uh, audio recordings and stuff that you have captured. But when do you start getting this equipment or am I jumping too far ahead here? No, no. I mean, actually, I didn't start doing any of the scrying stuff until COVID hit. 
um, just because we were stuck in the house. <laughs> and I started watching um, Huff Paranormal videos on YouTube. And, and you know, just because, again, I've had all these experiences. I mean, that, that one at, you know, the age of three or four was just one of dozens, you know, through my entire life. Um, so, you know, I was just watching his videos and the ghost box stuff that he was doing. And I thought, you know, I'm going to try that. I mean, I'm stuck in the house. Why not? So purchased a ghost box and started using it. And I was just shocked by <laughs> um, some of the stuff that was coming through. And I started using these apps. Um, there's several that you can get for like the iPhone or even the iPad. There's Dead Wave. Um, I can't remember what the others are or off the top of my head, but I started using those. I was a little skeptical at first because that's one thing too. When I talk about my experiences, I have to let people know that I am skeptical at the same time. Oh. You know, the other day I was literally sitting here working and my I had a cup or a glass sitting right here next to me and it just slid right towards me. Hmm. And I was like, what the fuck just happened here? <laughs> now, was there and water that it was sitting on top of and could have slid? Absolutely. That's exactly what it was. OK, so you know, I pick it up and I look and I'm like, OK, it's just the you know, the condensation from the ice melting. And so it lifted up the glass and moved it towards me. See, see, that's you know, important I, that you can distinguish that, that you, when you see that, you're not just like, there's a ghost and then you film it, right? Like, and then try to get some attention based off of something that's logically explainable. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I do, I do, I try to rationalize everything, you know, every sort of experience, but there's just certain things that, you can't explain. For sure. example, this house that we currently live in, uh, when we came to look at it, it was so, God, it was so weird. Um, so we're, you know, we're walking through the house and everything, and I'm in the front bedroom, which we actually turned that room into the dining room. But I opened up the closet that's in that room, and as soon as I opened it, I was rushed at hmm. by this i don't even know how to describe it man it just felt like this cold air and i mean it it it's like it just rushed at me and went through me and just like that i felt so sick i was shaky um it was almost like someone whose blood pressure dropped or something you know it was the weirdest feeling. I, I started feeling like I couldn't really think very well. Um, I just had a terrible feeling. Wow. But my husband, he was in love with the house. <laughs> <laughs> and when we, we left here, we, we went ahead and filled out the application. And, you know, the, the, uh, the owner said, you know, let me check your background and everything. And I'll let you know, you know, within a day or two. And so we left and I literally told him, I didn't tell him what happened. I just told him I'm not feeling good. And it was to the point where I thought maybe he was actually going to have to drive home because I was just so shaky. Wow. And we left, we, we got back to the apartment that we were at or living at and I started feeling better. And the whole time I'm sitting here thinking, God, I hope she does not call. I hope she does not approve us. 
you know, I do not want to move to that house. Nothing. The very next day she calls and she's like, good news. You guys are, you got a new house. And I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You knew you were getting approved. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I had to tell my husband what happened. And I was like, look, when we get into the house, I am cleansing the F out of that house before we ever move any of our stuff into it. And he's like, okay, okay, that's fine. You know, so that's what I did. I mean, we we came over the very first night we got the keys and I saged the hell out of this house and um, took him back to the apartment. And I even came back and did it a second time that night. And the second time I was more verbal about it, um, literally stating, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you are, but you are not welcome here. And it's time for you to move on. And it was just like, like someone had turned on a light. It's just like everything just brightened up. The whole house felt completely different. Um, there's been a few odd experiences, but nothing, nothing like that rush and that sick feeling that I got. I have, I still don't know what it was, but it was very odd. Man, I would have felt like I was having a stroke or something if I was in that, you know what I mean? Like, did it, did, it, did you think that for a second that it was some kind of like health issue? No, because like just the way it happened, I mean, just the way it happened, I it's almost like I just knew that it was like something was trapped in that closet and I just released it is exactly uh, what it felt like. And that's a terrifying concept to go back alone. Were you scared or are you pretty confident doing this kind of stuff? Uh, I'm pretty confident. Um, I mean, I always, whenever I do my scrying stuff, I always say it's kind of a personal prayer. I don't ever tell people what I say. It's, it's my own just personal thing as a prayer of, you know, protection. And I make it very clear that I am looking to, you know, photograph these beings and that they're more than welcome to show themselves but I make it very clear that it's not to go beyond that point. And whenever I stop, I, I literally say verbally out loud, I am closing this session and it is now closed because I don't want anything coming through. You know, I always make sure I don't want to leave a session and leave that session open because who knows what might come through. Right. And that's like they so they tell you that it's like 101 stuff, right? Like it's very, very important to announce that you're trying to communicate and then when you're done you make it clear that you're done and i don't know there's probably some kind of ritual that you do in order to to make sure you know people do the salt circles and things like that i don't know if that's cartoony or if that's legit um but yeah man it it just to me a lot of this sounds like terrifying like i i feel like i feel like it's all negative energy that communicates with us in that sense is that off base is there positive entities that that communicate with you yeah yeah i've had animals show up and in fact i'll show today yeah i've had a like a dog just show up uh, i love dogs so yeah yeah, i like that but yeah that's okay but i've had some stuff show up too that clearly isn't human um and i'm not entirely sure what it is now I've, i've captured some stuff too that is Clearly looks like the, you know, the grays 
you know, and I don't know if they're interdimensional or or what, but yeah, I'll definitely show you some of those as well. Um, just people. I've had just people show up. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it's weird. You'll you'll see some of these and you'll just be like, what? Like, how is this even possible? And and I don't even know. I can't even begin to explain how it's possible. I, I just heard other people doing it. And it's one of those things. It's like, okay, I'm going to try it and see what happens. Couldn't believe the stuff that was coming through. That's incredible. Yeah, I, I'm definitely excited to see some. We should check some out uh, whenever you're ready. But, you know, I did yeah. want to ask you, too. I might have missed this. Did you move into your house before you started the scrying? You said you did that in 2020 is when you started. Did Have you lived in this house longer than that? Uh, since 2019, 2020, somewhere around there. So right around the same time as when you got the house and then when you did the scrying. Yeah. Interesting. Because yeah. it was okay. You know, we, 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 I think we moved in in 2019 and then it was like, we were here for a year and then the whole COVID thing, Yeah. you know, and it's like, we're stuck here, you know, and there's no, nothing to do, no place to go. You know, let's see that, that to me is scary too. (laughs) You know, you're in this kind of like almost, I don't want to call it a haunted house, right? Because this is your home, but like, you're almost in like a paranormal setting and you're stuck there in your own words. You know what I mean? I'm not sure how. Oklahoma's uh you know laws were with the the stay in place were they pretty strict it seems like they'd be fairly lax but I could be wrong yeah I mean it wasn't super strict but there's just nowhere you, know, to go. you couldn't really go anywhere because no place was open right you know they closed all the restaurants and most of the stores and everything so I mean you could go to the grocery store you know but sometimes they even had had you waiting outside and they would only send so many in at, at a time right, right. so and it's just yeah. a scary concept to start around this time because everything was so weird. You know, everything was very, very weird. All of our emotions were off. And starting in a time like that, it seems like you could be kind of vulnerable to some darker energies interfering with you because of maybe some fear that was in your heart or whatever. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's a it's a wild concept. It's like a movie almost, it sounds like. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's how a movie starts. The world's locked down, and then this guy just starts crying in his house, you know? Um <laughs> But yeah, let's check out some of these videos. What do you think? I don't know if you got one that you want to show first or got any stories let's, behind them. Let's uh, go here. I usually don't do paranormal stuff, so this is a kind of a cool change of pace for my audience, at least. Okay, so, well, I'm going to show you a, an image that I took. Um, and when I first started doing the scrying, I, it was actually using like smoke and mist so i went out and got this like room humidifier that would just you know send this mist up into the into the air and it would just right. swirl around and i got like a three tiered um post board that was black to put behind it so that i could you know photograph the the smoke coming up now this first one tell me if you notice anything odd in the picture now you can see the poster board you can see the mist and you can see the humidifier thing down here mm-hmm. just tell me if you see anything odd in the smoke uh or yeah. in the vapor i mean it's it's much thicker obviously coming out of the uh out of the machine and then over to the right it looks like there would be something uh but i don't really notice yeah. anything to me it looks a lot like uh just kind of vapor let me see if I have this. Okay, yeah, that's just the same image. 
So it definitely looks like something's area, forming over on that right, though. Yeah, the area in question is right here. Okay. So what I do is I have a program that I bought uh, much later that I realized would help me um, kind of enhance these so that they show through more clearly. And this is, it's called Aurora HDR. And it's, that's all it is. It's just enhancing the light and shadow portions of the image. Oh, cool. I see. Yeah. So if you begin to look right here, it almost looks like a gremlin uh, to me. And let me move this over here. So I'm just going to kind of change the color a little bit. I, I definitely know, I see a weird looking face. Yeah. So, and what I do is when I'm trying to enhance these, I don't add anything to these images. I don't, um, you know, clearly I'm just changing HDR. And what this does is it allows me to, Basically, I'm painting this effect that you're seeing over the image. So as I start painting this, okay. So we're going to come down here. And right there, you can clearly see its eye. Mm -hmm. And we'll come down to the mouth. Its other eye is right there. It's like looking down. Uh, I don't know that's necessarily looking... Well, I guess it kind of is. You can see its pupil is right there. Yeah, yeah. In its eye. And is that thing up top an and ear? Like, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm assuming, that that is possibly, like, one of its ears. Uh, and then the rest of it's just, you know, caught up in the mist and the smoke. Um... And it looks like, you know, some kind of tendril or something hanging down. But it, it definitely doesn't look like it belongs in the smoke. Yeah, it, uh, it looks it looks different than the rest of it, I will say that for sure. Yeah. And a lot of these come through only showing half of the face. So one of the things that I like to do is just kind of take this and throw it into Photoshop to show people what I'm talking about here when I see these things. So if we were to rotate this down and just copy half of the face to kind of get an idea of what this entire thing would look like. Right. And invert it. Uh, I'm going to flip it horizontally and then move that portion over. Yeah. And you can get an idea of what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely, yeah, you see the nose even, kind of like a weird skull mouth. And you can even see a bottom yeah. top lip. Yeah. Weird. It looks like a cat. Yeah, some kind of sick cat or <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> So this seems like uh, a demonic kind of thing. It does, but I didn't feel didn't any feel dark presence, huh. you know. Um, 
that's one of the things I say too. It's you know I don't always want to judge a book by its cover just because something looks like it might be sure dark and evil. I don't want to you know assume that it is. But yeah, that was that was just one that I had captured in in the, in this mist, the smoke. Just doing a simple humidifier. You have a black board behind you. Do you do anything or say like any kind of prayer or or start it off in any kind of way before you start doing these things? In this case, um, when I first, very first started doing this, I I didn't, you know, I didn't really know what the protocol was. Uh, I didn't say any sort of prayer or anything. I just, you know, uh, kind of verbally out loud was just saying, you know, if there's anything that wants to come through and show itself, please do. Um, you know, I would love to to be able to you know capture you on film. Um, you know, if you're willing to show yourself, you know, go for it. Mm. But as I started watching kind of more videos and, and other people doing this type of stuff, then, you know, many people talked about protecting yourself, making sure you protect yourself. So then I, I started doing that just, just to be safe. Cause you know, this, this type of stuff really scares and bothers my husband. So, you know, and, and I'm doing it in the house too. So you know, right. I don't want to bring something in that's, you know, going to cause us to want to move out in the middle of the night. Right. Now, do you do this when he's gone so that he can't hear you talking to them or or, or talking at them? Yeah. 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 Okay. I work from home. So, and he, you know, he, uh, well, when, when COVID first started, they were still going into the office. Right. So I was doing it at, you know, that period of time there where he was still going into the office, but then he started, you know, working from home as well. And so I kind of put it on the back burner. Or I would do it late at night after he went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Most people like when they're when they're keeping something or like doing something behind their their you know spouse's back or not not that you're doing that, but when you got like this thing that you're doing, you wait till he goes to bed. It's usually something much worse than this. So you know this is good fun <laughs> stuff. So good on you for that. True. True. Yeah, that's an interesting um, one. If that's the first one, I'm excited to see where we're going. Yeah. Yeah. So. Let's see. So this next one was a video. It's number three. So you have all okay. kinds of different methods. This one. Oh, yep. okay. This is some scrying, it looks like. Yes. Now, what I do, and just to show you, now, I record in in slow motion. So it's usually like around 120, sometimes 220 uh, frames per second. So I only record for maybe 30 to 40 seconds. Okay. But because I'm recording in slow motion, it creates a much longer video because it's adding more frames to it. So I'm just going to go ahead and hit play just to show you how slow the video is. So you okay. see my hand going over, it grabs the bowl. Yeah. And what I do is I just start moving the bowl back and forth. I start agitating the water, getting it to go in all different directions. Um, at the same time, I am literally saying, you know, if there's anything that wants to come through and and show themselves, uh, please do. And yeah. then when I'm done recording, I take the video and literally go frame by frame by frame and look at every single frame. Oh, man. Okay. Takes a lot of time. And... You know, I'm I'm just looking for certain things, you know, when I'm when I'm going through. So this one is gonna show up at 
three minutes and 35 seconds. So fast forward. Whoops, I went too far. So this whole thing's about 30 or 40 seconds, but since uh, since it's slow, it, it extends to about five minutes, five and a half minutes here. Yeah. Now, this one is subtle. So it literally is coming in right about here. And you probably can't see it. I can. It, it's, it just, I don't know. It just stands out to me. Um, but I'll show you. So same thing that I always do. I just screenshot it, put it into. That's another half image. It seems like it Uh, it wings to me. Looks like. No, this one, you'll actually see the eyes uh, here in just a second, I hope. So you can see one of the eyes right here. Okay. You can see the pupil in the center. The other eye. Is over here, and you can see the pupil. Now, this one isn't as clear as some of these that you're going to see. But I'm just going to kind of paint this in so you can... Yeah, that's wild looking, though. Looks like two faces to me, like almost two faces kissing. Like I see like on the left one, a nose and mouth that are pretty pronounced eyebrows, but it's interesting that you see one face there. Yeah. I see it looking just directly straight at you. Yeah. Now, one thing I want to point out too, is people have said, you know, Oh, it's just your reflection. Well, clearly it's not, I have a beard, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I, the bowl is, is flat on a table. I'm holding a camera out in front of me facing down. My face is nowhere near the water. Right. So, because I don't want to obviously capture my reflection in the liquid. Right. Huh. But that one's very subtle. That one's very subtle. It's just, I I, I guess I saw the eyes first staring back at me, and that's what, what caught my attention to it. Um, it's a cool method. I will say that. It's very, And is this like a copper bowl? Yeah, it's just a copper bowl, and this was just straight up water. Okay. In it now, I did start moving towards using um, the leftover coffee that my husband didn't drink in the morning. <laughs> okay, now why would you do that? Because it had uh, it showed more of a contrast. Okay, than just the clear liquid. Makes sense. And I also purchased something called spirit oil from a place called Artofthe dot com. It's maybe eight bucks. It's just a bottle of this spirit oil. I mean, that's what they call it. I yeah, I think it's used for spirit uh, sessions and communicating with spirits, but I would just take it and I would put a drop or two in the water. I did it just as an experiment to see what would happen. And lo and behold, I mean, some of these came through super, super clear. Now this next one I call the uh the naked man okay let's see while you're doing that i was checking out this art of the root they have all kinds of different oils for like they got a a conjure oil it's like a witch website almost right yeah yeah i think it's they call it hoodoo or not voodoo but hoodoo yeah yeah 
yeah, it's, it's, stuff. Would you consider yourself like a? I don't know. It wouldn't be a witch, but like a what do they call the opposite? Not a wizard. What are they? Um, warlock. Would it be a warlock? Is that? Do you kind of consider yourself to be something no. like that? No. No, I'm not even pagan or or anything like that. No. I mean, I just just from the experiences I've had in my life. I mean, I've just clearly am sort of drawn to this sort of stuff. I find it very fascinating in the in the whole idea of an afterlife and. And, uh, you know, multiple dimensions and beings existing, you know, beyond what we can see. I've just right. always been fascinated with this. Huh. Yeah, it is very interesting. I just I wonder what gets people to gravitate towards these things. That's always so interesting to me. But um, so this is one that you used some of this uh, spirit oil, it's called. Yes. Okay looks like a purple and this particular one it's it's the video's dark because i'm using a black light okay. again i'm just experimenting i'm one of those people i want to see what what's going to happen if i do this or what's going to happen if i do this so i have a that's what you're seeing right here this this circle okay. that's the black light hanging above the bowl shining down into the water and because it is a black light it's not very bright so Naked guy, he shows up at one minute in here. Let me just, well, let me go forward. The naked guy. Okay, I'm just going to hit play. And just to show you how the video is playing, and then I'll, I'll go um, frame by frame and show you when he forms. Okay. So he's going to show up right there, and it was super quick. You couldn't even see it, right? Okay. No. That's why I have to go frame by frame. So let me do it again. Go back here. I'm just going to hit play. Okay, showed up. Yeah, it, it something goes on down there at the bottom left, right? Yeah. So let me go back right about here. I'm just going to go frame by frame. And that's the interesting thing. These things show up oftentimes in one frame and one frame only. Okay, he's starting to form. His nipple is literally right here. Yeah. Yeah, you can see like a peck even, yeah. yeah. And then here he's fully formed. So let me screenshot this. And is, is his leg going down or is that not his leg? It looks um, like a leg. I think... It looks like a leg, but mostly what's coming through is his torso. So his nipple is right here. Here's his peck. His belly button is right yeah. here. If you yeah. look, this is his head. And it looks like he's taking his his fist and kind of holding it up to his his face. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, the stomach and, so and peck area is really good. That's pretty interesting. And let me. And then kind of down isolate. like where his, where his like dick would be, right? You, I don't see, I don't see anything there. Do you? I mean, maybe the starting of the pubic area. Okay. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Not yet. Okay. So let me do this. Oh, wait. Seems like a fun That's thing to do. Uh, I'm trying to find a um, 
see how this one looks. You're, you're lightening it, okay. Yeah. So you can see his eye, you know, like, because he's kind of looking down, so it would be his the the bridge just above his eye. Here's his fist coming down to his neck. Yeah, and he's looking down, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. And then you can even see his hair. Yeah, yeah, you can even see the hair on his head. And then I don't know if this is his other arm, like it's kind of going up. Right, right, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll just do it like that. Yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, I mean, you can just tell he's like his head. It's almost like he's posing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like Which he's being awesome. painted or something, right? Yeah, like he's being painted or or being photographed or something. But it, you know, he's he's got his his fist up to his face and he's he's looking kind of downwards. Yeah. That's pretty that that one's the best, like the most clear one so far. Yeah. I was like, now, whoa. I'm sure you hear this and you get it a lot. What what like do you or how do you feel about this that it's just water and it's literally just moving any kind of way and you can see what you want to see in it? What what do you think about that? I've had people say that. I've had people you know, tell me all the time it's just pareidolia. It's just your mind seeing <laughs> what it wants to see. Now, I mean, when you see some of these, you're going to clearly know for yourself that right. it's not just pareidolia. There is something there. Well, and that's um, the thing, too. Once you see some of these ones that are more pronounced, they you can probably see the other ones a little easier, right? Like if they're yeah. getting if they're gonna get more and more clear, then I could see like you know you 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 see one and then you're like okay that's definitely something and then you probably go back and you're like okay well now I'm seeing all this other stuff in these different ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's and, good. And again, I mean, what are the chances? I mean, I mean, my God, that's clearly a nipple. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean you everything know? else. The face looks pretty clear too. The stomach. I mean, it, it, that one is very clear. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 what are the chances that in one frame, in one frame only, because here's the original. Yeah. So I go back one. It's partially there. It clears up all of a sudden. And then the next frame, it's just like his whole face and everything's just gone. Looks almost like a female at that point. Like uh, you can almost see a boob and then. I don't know. It just looks more feminine right there. The other one looks more masculine, the frame back, which is yeah. strange. And it, and then it just goes away. Yeah. Yeah. You can see the belly button getting stretched out down there at the bottom. It's, it's, it is <laughs> wild to, for one frame, like you said, that clear. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It's there. Something's there. And just, you know, I try to play around with different, uh, effects to get you know really pull it out you know but again this is just hdr it's just right. it's enhancing light and dark areas of the photo itself now with this yeah. one you said you didn't feel any kind of neg negative energy did you feel any energy at all with that cat looking thing no. no no and you didn't hear either i'm assuming nope no so what do you think it is uh with the, the the cat or the gremlin? What do no, I think just, that one you is? Know, both of them. Like, what do you think they are? If you're if you're you know you're actively trying to see these things, 
they show up you seem pretty in tune with like your feelings of these kinds of things when like there's energy around dark or or light whatever you seem to be able like i'm i'm assuming just because based off the things that i've heard that you can kind of tap into that you can you can feel when energies change but you're saying yeah. you don't feel any any energy change here um i'm just wondering if you kind of like think about what these things could be or why you're seeing them or any of that kind of stuff well i think everything is is frequency everything is frequency right right so you know just us talking you know our voices is is a frequency my manipulating the water and agitating it i am i'm creating a frequency uh you know a vibration if you will and i am verbally asking you know these things to come through how they're able to do it i have no idea no mm -hmm. idea but it, it seems as though they have the ability somehow some way to either manipulate the liquid in a way that they can come through and show themselves or they are matching their frequency to the frequency of the water at, at just the right moment that allows them almost like a portal opening right. up and allowing themselves to show themselves and then boom they're just gone the next second it's like I, you were just capturing a glimpse of the other side and and do you have an opinion on like in this case right here do you think that this was an actual man in some other dimension potentially that was posing knowing that you were trying to look for something or this is just going on and you're kind of peeking into the other side almost by accident that's the million dollar question right, right. If, if did i just happen to peek like get a glimpse into another dimension where this was literally happening in that moment or is this someone showing me something that happened while they were alive? Okay. And now they're not? I, I don't know. I don't know. To me, it almost looks like you're looking into another dimension, and this is a painting on a wall in another dimension. Like, you know, that might sound really goofy, or it might even be the same dimension. You're just kind of like, uh, what do they call it? Remote viewing? You know, like that kind of thing. It it almost seems like that to me, at least. Now, maybe that's just way off base, or or, you know, obviously you could feel different about it, but... It, it looks like a painting. It doesn't look like a real person, but it looks like those old like Renaissance paintings where they are very accurate. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. That's it, 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 a good one for sure. I was like, as you started painting it, it comes in really or brightening it. I should say it looks really clear. So definitely a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would love to know, you know, if, if it is a painting, if it is, you know, and again, you have to stop and think like it's it's in liquid. The liquid is constantly in motion as I'm right. agitating it. And for it to just come together in this way for a single frame. I mean, it, it's it's just it's odd, you the know, odd, yeah, the odds of it are are probably pretty astronomical. But yeah, it's uh, it's good. I like this one. Yeah. <laughs> So are we are we looking at more scrying ones, or yeah, I've okay, couple here that I want to show you because some of these will jump into the whole um the numbers uh, not instrument but interdimensional beings. Oh, this one I w definitely want to show you is I was floored. I mean, this one came in in such a way that I was like, what? <laughs> I call it the the old man. Uh, let's see here. Oh, cool. Seems like a lot of people. Is it always 
or I should say usually a person? Not always. No? <laughs> Not always. Um, so this guy comes in at 31 seconds, and he came in super, super light. So let me just fast forward. I'm going to stop at 29. I'm going to hit play. And I'm sure you weren't able to see it. No. I, I couldn't even see it. So let me go back here. I'm just going to go frame by frame. And this one's odd because this one came through almost like a photograph. Okay. And it kind of looks like Aleister Crowley, in a sense, to me. His face is right here. It's super, super light. But as soon oh, as I yeah. throw this into the HDR, you'll see it. And you'll see, see the nose. pupils in his eyes. Yeah, I see like the brow, the pupils, or not the pupils yet, but like a mouth area, almost like right now it looks like it's a beard on a guy. Let's see, I'm going to boom right there. Yeah, that one is clear. Darken this up a little bit. Bring the shadows down some. Now with this bowl, is this the only bowl that you use and this is all that the bowl is used for? Like is it kinda of like do you kind of do like a cleansing of the bowl or anything like that when you use stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. This bowl is only used for this purpose and and nothing else. Um and I always, you know, make sure to give it a good cleaning and saging. Yeah. Okay. Uh when I'm done. So let's just paint this effect so again i mean that's what it looked like but and again i'm just enhancing the light and darkness of this photo oh yeah you can even see pupils like you said yeah huh (laughs) and if we slightly rotate it yeah, man, that one's pretty nuts. Kind of creepy. I mean, that dude is like looking right up. Yeah. Yeah. And let's, uh, that's why exposure. The contrast up a little bit. Now, are you seeing a beard too? Like a, um, or I mean, that it could shadow? be. Yeah. But it makes me think it's shadow, like maybe he's got kind of um, chipmunk cheeks or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, that could be the shadow of his nose, too. Like the light is hitting from one side of his his face. Yeah. It even looks like maybe a little bit of hair up here. Yeah, like at a widow's peak. Something's, yeah. Something's covering his mouth. Now, at one point, I thought maybe... It could be his hand. Um, I'm not so sure about that. But if, you know, I was to. Hmm. Yeah. You know, put that in there. But I, I don't know. Can't say for sure. Right. But the face is clear. Yeah. The, the face is clear as mud. I mean, or not clear as mud. <laughs> That's not very clear. <laughs> but clear as dick. Yes. The 
the pupils, the nose, everything is all right there. Yeah, man. Now, that, I don't see how anyone could sit here and say, oh, that's just pareidolia. Right. Yeah, that one is even more clear than the last one. Yeah. 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 Crazy, man. Now, the the interdimensional beings, let's look at uh, a couple of those. You said these look like gray aliens, yeah? Oh, yeah. So... Video 59. Now, this one comes in, and it's only half of the face. But my God, when you see just even half of the face, it stands out. So it's a one minute and 59 seconds. So I'm just going to go. What side of the ball are we looking at here? We're going to look in this area right here. Okay. And it's starting to form. Yeah. And boom. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's the, it would be the right side of its face if it was looking at you. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. I definitely could see that. And <laughs> his eyes almost closed too, it looks like. Or maybe it's a wide open eye and that's like a reflection or something. That's what I was thinking. Like it's a large eye. Let's do that one. Yeah, that's and it's the light is reflecting. I mean, hell, you can see its mouth. Yeah. Let's <laughs> um, and especially when I let's just enhance that. Right oh there. yeah, man. Yeah, it looks crazy. Especially if you like how you're kind of painting it a little bit gray right now. Yeah, and then if we just take and. Throw that into Photoshop. Yeah. Rotate it. Oh, yeah, man. And take half of its face right about there. Oops. And flip it. If this was only people, I would be... Oh, yeah, man. That's nuts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, look at that, man. That's. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, the eyes, the mouth, everything. It's clearly a non-human entity. Right. Huh. Yeah, man. You wonder what the hell that is. Like how that happens. Yeah. Just yeah. a little ridge. I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty, pretty spot on. Now, the other one, let's see. Trying to. Do you do these every day or no? I used to, but the 1111 matrix code thing and then my job has gotten so busy here lately that. I just I haven't done one of these sessions in a long, long time. What field do you work in for your professional stuff if you care to say you don't have to say the place yeah i'm just a marketing assistant um, okay i work for a company we we uh distribute the vinyl that people use for like vehicle wraps okay on their vehicles and you know buildings and yeah. and whatever we're a distributor so i work in the marketing department okay yeah so nothing to do with this stuff right i mean it's a very no you know, yeah <laughs> 
it's just interesting. I, I think that that kind of stuff is, is, uh, you know, nice to point out that this isn't like something that you, like, it's not a gimmick, you know, like this is not your personal or your, your, this is your personal stuff, not your professional stuff at all. So. Right. Now this one is another, it was a half face came in super clear. I did use a different bowl. This mm-hmm. was just a black plastic bowl that I had and you can see the water and you can see how it looks a little murky. That's because I put a couple of drops of that oil into this, but man, the eye alone in this one is extraordinary. So it shows up at one minute and 46 seconds. So I'm just going to sit here, hit play. Now, is that a window that's giving you light there? Yeah, it's the window giving me light. Okay. If we scroll back, you can see the shade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reflecting. So one minute and 46 seconds in. Let's stop here. So I'm just going to go frame by frame. And look right here. Yeah. Look at the eye. Let me just screenshot this one. Yeah, that eye looks wild. Huh. <laughs> I mean, look at that. And yeah, I, I mean, pupil, the mouth. Yeah. Like the whole side of its head. And this is another entity, right? This doesn't look human to me at all. No, it doesn't look human to me at all either. Okay. And when you, again, do the... I'm going to screenshot that. Actually, you know what? Before I do... Let's just paint that effect over the face. Because when you do it, copy it to the other side. <laughs> it gives you a really good idea of what this thing would look like if you were looking at it. Yeah. On. Yeah, man. It's cool. Here it almost reminds me of that thing from uh, like for people listening, it reminds me of the thing from uh, what is that damn movie, the Pirates of the Caribbean, that like squid face thing. It almost looks like that for people listening, yeah, in a weird way. Let's uh, layer via copy that and flip it. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Pretty spot oh, on. I probably didn't uh, cut it just right, but you can still see. You can get an idea of what it would look like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you see a mouth. You see like a ridge for a nose type area. Yeah. yeah. Chin even. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's freaky, man. Now, that's using water. There's another method that you can use. My mouse keeps jumping over to my iMac. That's weird. Uh-oh. Um. But there's another method called video feedback loop. Okay. And that's where you take just like a television, nothing's plugged into it. So it's just the TV plugged into the wall. Or at least this is how I did it. There's no cable. There's no satellite. There's no VCR, no DVD player, no Blu-ray, play, nothing. It's just the TV plugged into the wall. And that is it. Then I took a video camera and an HDMI cable. 
plugged it into the back of the TV, turn the camera on, you point the camera directly at the TV. So that what you end up getting is, it's like the TV inside the TV, inside the TV, inside the TV into infinity. Right. And then you zoom in to the screen Mm. until it starts creating this feedback loop, this swirling chaos is what it looks like. And I would stand off to the side with another camera and videotape it and then take that frame by frame and see what I would capture. Wow. Now, this dog came in. Let's see. Now, I believe in these like electronic things like this. Now, obviously, there's no electricity really involved with. uh, Well, maybe there is. I I was going to say if the TV's not plugged in, you know, but. Yeah, the TV was plugged in. I mean, yeah, it would have to be in order to to capture the signal from the... Oh, gotcha. Okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So if I just play this to give you an idea what the video feedback loop looks like, it's this. Yeah. It's just, I mean, if you were had epilepsy, you'd probably be wiggling around on the ground. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But let's see. The dog shows up at 14 seconds. Is this and an I old mean, TV? Boy, it, uh, no, it's a flat screen. Brand, okay. It looks like that. It's just hard to tell. Because you'd think, too, that like older TVs would be better for this even, I'm sure. Like the the old like dial TVs. Yeah. Yeah. If I, boy, if I could find one, I would <laughs> definitely use it. Yeah. Uh, so let me go frame by frame. Let's go back. It's, I mean, it's that quick. If I go too, too quick with hitting the frames, then I'll miss it. Okay. It's not there. Looks like something within that white there. Boom. It's right there. So if you look at this whole area, it's like the dog's head is tilted. Okay. Its eye is right here. Its other eye is right here. Its nose. You can possibly see what it looks like. Its ear. Yeah. You can see the white markings on its face. It's very hazy, but if you you just kind of turn your head, you can see that this animal, or even kind of look back or, you know, step back a little bit. Yeah. You can see this animal staring at you. Yeah, and it looks like even to me, it looks like there's something in its mouth under its nose. That's just me, at least. Yeah, yeah. it looks like it could be a, I don't know, a schnauzer maybe, or some kind of terrier-type dog. Huh. Yeah, it's freaky. Yeah. I like the yeah. idea of this even more than the scrying, though. Like, this seems, seems like you could see some weird shit. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Let's see. There was one other one. I was trying to find it here. Smiling woman. Okay, let's do that one. Five ninety six. Smiling woman. Okay. Kind of treat these like art pieces. Is this kind of like an art thing for you? Not that you're selling Uh, them or anything. No, I mean it's just more of a. I don't know. Just an interest. I mean, it's just a. I don't want to call it a hobby because it's not a hobby necessarily. (laughs) Necessarily, it's just you know my interest in doing this type of research and seeing what I can capture. Yeah. Oh, 
this one, I did take a piece of foil. I saw someone do this on YouTube, the piece of tin foil, and I put it on the side of the TV right here Okay. and behind the TV. And it's just, it's one of those, is it Vizio TVs? Yeah, yeah. I think that's how you So she shows up at four seconds. And actually, let me just play this so you can see what it looks like. Okay. So you can just see it's just going across the side there. Yeah, yeah. Looks like for, again, and, people listening, it's like uh, you're looking out a window in a subway or something. Okay. Her face, it's it's embedded right here. You can see her eye. You can see her nose. She's smiling. Her chin is right here. If I need to, um, let me do this. We'll just separate it out a little bit from... Ooh, that's too much. Might work. Now, it's not the clearest, but I could definitely... see it there, so let's go here. So this is enhanced. It's not applying that much of an effect. Let's use this one. Ah, there we go. So the mouth. Greeny. The mouth's on the bottom there. Yeah, her mouth is right here. She's smiling. It's almost like her eyes are squinted. I'm assuming it's a woman. I don't know. Like a woman to me. Yeah, Um, I can see a squinting eye now that you say that. Yeah, man. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah, it kind of looks like a like an old man again, but if, yeah, it could be a woman, right? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's much more clear after you say the squinting eyes. It's interesting. You almost have to find a way to describe what you're seeing, like, well, you know what I mean? Because this stuff is, it is, like you said, it's grainy. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I think that it actually, they they are able to somehow manipulate the, the feedback loop. I mean, somehow, I mean, somehow I, I, I just wish I knew how it was, how they did it, you know, or how it, it actually, like what the science or the technology is behind how they're able to, to come through and show themselves, you know, can they literally hear me, you know, cause I am asking for them to show up and, and to show themselves. Yeah, man, that's that's weird to think, because then that kind of almost gets, you know, my idea of what it is. It, it almost throws that out to where you're like accidentally looking into something. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, that's a that, that one's good. I do like this one. My favorite is still the. Uh, probably that guy, the the naked man, as you call it. Yeah, because he, he's just he's so, so super clear. Yeah, so especially that torso clear. is just insanely clear. Now you you had some audio ones as well. We got about 40 minutes or so. I just wanted to keep you posted with that. Yeah, sure. Now I'll play this one where this, um, I can find it here. 
Because you said that you had some that had to do with the uh, the UAP stuff that the government's talking about, right? Well, yeah that I, that was the like the alien uh, scrying stuff. But I do have a recording of my my dad saying some interesting stuff. I can find. What did I do with that? I thought I. Oh, here it is. It's on my desktop. So in this recording, you're going to hear me. I'm just doing a session, and I literally ask the question. I say, what do you think of me? And the the response that came back was, you're a slut. (laughs) Okay. You'll hear me in the recording say, did it just call me a slut? (laughs) Like I was like, really? You could hear me laughing about it. So let me go ahead and play this. What do you think of me? Did you just call me a slut? Now, this one was a communication with my dad. um, And I literally made these videos for my mom and for my brother. I didn't make them for public consumption. Uh, It was just more of me trying to like show them that I, you know, I, I felt like I was communicating with my dad. And And your dad's passed away. Yeah. He passed away in 2007. Okay. Now, actually, before I do this one, because this is the one where (laughs) he says some odd stuff. Um, let me do this one first. And I put what I'm saying here and then what I think I'm hearing when it says it. Okay. So let me go ahead and play this real quick. Dad, if you're here, can you say, I am here? Can you say, I'm here? Dad, can you can you tell me mom's name? Now a lot of that is it's whispered, uh, yeah. but the Gary, and then it said Todd. Yeah. Now Todd is my middle name. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, and what I think was going on here, and this is just my own assessment, because a lot of it is whispered. I, I'm thinking that when we were first able to connect, he was having a difficult time coming through. And that's what he's telling me. He, he, like, he needs help in coming through. Huh. I mean, I, I didn't know how to help him come through and he, you know. Uh, but, but that's just the sense that I got that he was, you know, he's trying to come through, but he's just letting me know that he needs help in trying to, to come through, to come through, to be heard by you. Yes. Okay. To be heard more clearly. Okay. So now I, I put on here and again, this was just to my mom and my brother. I said, this mm-hmm. should prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that there was direct communication with dad. 
So, and you'll hear some interesting stuff here. I need you to say your middle name without me saying it. there it said philip and philip was his first name okay i asked him to tell me his middle name now he does but it comes in in a a very quiet whisper i appreciate that you can say todd but i want you to say my first name Just did it. Can you do that? I guess. Yeah, say mom's first name. Starts with a P. Dad, can you say mom's name? Hello. Dad, can you say my name? What was that, Philip? I think that was you. If it was you, can you... I want you to say this number. Can you say this number? Not ten. I don't want you to guess. I want you to see if you can see this number that I've written right here. Now, I was still trying to get him to to say my first name. Because again, like during these recordings, even those whispers, like I'm, I, I know I'm hearing something, but I have to go back and just really listen. And you can't always tell in the moment what is being said. Now, some of it's super clear, but other times it's like, what, you know? So That's yeah, weird. I'm trying to get him to tell me when his birthday was. Can Philip Staggs tell me when his birthday was? Can you say the month and day of your birthday? Can you use this device? Miss you a lot, is what he said. I miss you a lot too. Now that was weird. That was a female voice came through and said April. Now, I don't know if it's because of the app and... What these apps do is they don't actually have physical words 
in them. They only have, um, like, I'm not even sure what you call it, but like, um, damn, what's it called? Like, just portions of words. So, like, okay. if you were to say change, then it would you would record like ch- a j like okay. that the it syllables like that. Yeah, just this. There you go. That, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> and then they're supposed to be able to put the syllables together to form the words. Okay. So, and there's different voices in in the app. There's male and female. So I don't know. Is, is was it a female answering it? Was it a female earlier that said hello, or was it him? But it, it's using that voice that's provided in the app. I have no way of knowing. Mm. Now, did he call you, Todd? He did. Both my parents uh, growing up called me Todd. They they always went by my middle name. And it wasn't until I entered junior high or high school that I started using my first name consistently. Because hmm. I can remember being a kid and not even knowing how to spell my first name. <laughs> oh, maybe that's why they did it. That's Do funny. What? Maybe that's why they did that, why yeah. they called you Todd. Because, um, yeah, it, I was thinking, I was wondering why would, you know, your parents, they named you, obviously, right? And then yeah. they they choose to use your middle name. But that makes sense because, yeah, a little kid could spell Todd a lot better than they could spell Garrick. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And that's, that's what funny. he always, always called me was Todd. He never huh. he never used Garrick at all. So I thought that was that was one of the indicators that I knew that I was speaking to him because he was using my middle name. Yeah. Now, one of the things that he said during this session, I I did ask him questions like, can you tell me where you are? Uh, I don't know if it's on this one or not or if I downloaded it, but he, he did say that we are by the sea, whatever the hell that meant. Okay. And he also said we build them and so i did a session where i'm asking him okay can you tell me what it is you build and what he says is odd to say the least dad are you able to tell me what it is that you build Dad, did you say spaceship? Dad, are you building some kind of spaceship? You build. What do you build? Hmm. Very and, odd. Yeah, that's really strange. In the, uh, it actually sounds more clear, at least from where I'm at, uh, or the way that I'm hearing it from, uh, like when when you just have it sped like normal speed. For some reason, the the yeah. slowing down doesn't pick up on here. Now, okay, this one's funny. Um, I was doing a test where I had 
two versions of the Deadwave app running into the uh, H Zoom H6 at the same time. So I had it coming from my phone, and then I had it coming from my iPad. So I wanted to see like if I would get different responses. And what ended up happening is one spirit says something and the other spirit scolds them for what they said. Interesting. And so to kind of give you an idea, so <laughs> this is the funny part of this. So, and it's a little telling, but anyway, during the session, so like I'm obviously male and let's just say that I had to um, readjust my home entertainment center downstairs, if you know what I'm saying. So I did that and the voice comes through and it says, I don't like his big fucking sack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the other voice comes in and it's it's going to be loud. Okay? okay. I did not adjust the volume during this, but it comes through incredibly loud. And it says, I don't like that word too vulgar. And I was like, whoa. So it literally, it was like two spirits communicating like one was getting on to the other one for saying i guess the f bomb okay oh that sounds creepy yeah, <laughs> super creepy. Yeah, it's like distorted too. That's yeah, it's weird, man. Yeah, it was like it was almost screaming what it was trying to say to the point that it distorted the audio. Yeah, and I yeah, was it, like, "What?" Now, see, that's what's interesting too is is if that was really loud, that is is pretty quiet here. So I want, I'm really excited to hear the whispering in the actual uh, audio, and I hope that it'll pick up for people too. Yeah, yeah, I hope so cuz I mean again when you when you are just sitting here like I am just with a file right in front of you you can hear it it's super super clear okay. so it's probably zoom or yeah the audio quality coming through the internet that uh is degrading it. Okay. But yeah man that's nice. Yeah, yeah and the whole stuff with my dad, you know, <laughs> Like when I asked him, you know, like, can you tell me where you are? And he said, we are by the sea. And I told my brother about that. He's like, okay, well, that's odd. And I said, you know, it kind of makes me think of, or I think he's the one that said it actually, um, that it made him think about what the Bible says about the waters above and the waters below. Sure. And I said, well, at the same time, it makes me think of a sea of stars. Okay. And it's odd that he's using the term spaceship. And and telling us that, you know, they build because I, I did say, you know, like, what do you do there? And he's like, we build. I and mean, then you just, asked what what you build and then he said, yeah. Spaceship. yeah, yeah, it's just completely odd. Now, I've talked to several different people about this and it's, you know, what is the meaning behind what he's talking about when he says spaceship? Now, is that literally talking about some craft, some metal craft of some sort? Could it be uh, a term meant for, like, our bodies? 
Sure. Like a vessel of some kind. A vessel. The vessel for the spirit. Huh. Or like I was kind of thinking like the ark, like the like Noah's Ark type thing. It it could be something like that too. That's like what came to mind first. Huh. Interesting stuff, man. I mean, like that that's what is is wild about like and when you mentioned the the we're by the sea, didn't you say that that had something to do with your numero- numerology quest as well? Like you heard that and that, or am I remembering that wrong? Uh, no, during that session, I had asked him towards the end of it, if he could um, tell me why I keep seeing the number 1111. Right. That was what it was. And did he yeah. tell you? And he, he, he came back and he said, what is it? Like he was trying to buy some time. Okay. And um I said, is it important? And then that. he okay. said Yeah, he said might. Like it might be. Right. But then two other voices came through at the same time, and one said, You can't answer that. And the other one said, You can't tell him. Yeah. Okay. And then it ended with I can't say. <laughs> and then from the moment that moment forward, I've been unable to communicate with him at all really can't get him to come through yeah can't every time i try to do a session which i haven't done one in a long time but um whenever i tried to do a session after that and make contact with him i couldn't get him to come through at all huh that's weird man yeah i remember you saying all that now because we when you said by the sea i was like you said that before so yeah interesting stuff man really really weird it was like someone was monitoring him is what is the is the take I got. And I've heard people say that there are these beings on the other side that act like operators or controllers. You know, they're kind of the ones in control of allowing the communications to come through. Okay. Um, but that's the sense that I got when, when I heard that is that they are whatever these two voices were or whoever these two beings were, they were, they were preventing him from saying anything further. Weird, man. It's creepy yeah. stuff. I, I, does it creep you out or is it more just interesting to you? It's just more interesting to me. I mean, what's odd is my dad and I had when he was living and I was 10 years old, we had a shared UFO experience mm. uh, with my grandmother. And she actually had an experience when before I was even born. Uh, I think it was in California. It's either California or Colorado. It's one of those that started with a C. And her experience, the guy that she was with wasn't my grandfather, but she married this guy. He was a truck driver. So she would go with him on some of his trips and wherever they were, they were on this road and it was like, there was a mountain here, the road, and then a drop off. So they were literally driving on this road that was on the side of a mountain. And she's in the, obviously in the passenger seat. She's looking out. Uh, John, that was the guy's name. She's looking out his side because there's nothing to look at over here except the side of a mountain. And it was at night, so it was black anyway. So she's like looking out his window. And she, she, when she told me the story, she was like, she's like, John, what are those? And she said there were three round glowing discs, but they look like they had fiery tails coming off the back of them. And they were coming right towards them and they got pretty close. And then all of a sudden they just all three shot straight up into the air. Oh man. 
those now those, yeah yeah and this would have had to have been in the late six i mean it was before i was born so it would have been the late 60s or maybe the very beginning of the 70s i was born okay. in 73 so it had to have been before that um but she said that they got to a, a like a truck stop up ahead they went in and sat down ordered some food they didn't say anything about what had happened but she said someone in there had also seen it because the conversation started up and then she said before she knew it everybody in there was talking about it there was multiple people that had seen it on the highway wow and they all stopped at that that truck stop i guess to kind of recollect themselves from what they had just seen and it became the topic of conversation in there wow that's wild yeah. man that is really really interesting yeah. it reminds me of like a smaller version of the phoenix lights right like where there's three big lights like that everyone sees them and then or everyone around sees them weird stuff man i I tend to think that they're kind of like us like it's the government doing that stuff that's my opinion on it but that doesn't mean that there isn't some kind of extra dimensional uh, you know uh interdimensional i should say entities that are you know messing with us in some way or maybe just trying to communicate or doing something man you know but uh yeah it's this wild stuff really really interesting yeah the experience, the shared one with my dad, though, and my grandmother, we, my dad and I were mowing her, her lawn and we had just finished up and we were packing up the mower and stuff in the back of my dad's truck. And it was, it was probably, I don't know, seven, seven thirty. you know, it was starting to get dark, but it wasn't completely dark. And we were all just my dad, my grandmother, and I we were standing there talking more like my dad, and my grandmother was talking. I was just listening. Yeah. And I see this light off in the West. I thought it was a plane. Didn't think anything about it until it started getting closer. As it got closer, then I pointed it out to them and we all saw this. It was perfectly round. It had lights that were either, I don't know if the lights were stationary and the object was spinning. So it made it look like the lights were turning or if the lights were turning you know, but it looked like the the thing was spinning. That's mm. all I can say. Um, it came directly over us. My grandmother even said to my dad, like, she goes, Philip, what is that? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> and and again, I was just a kid. I was 10. But this thing was so low that I, I feel like you know, thinking back on it, that it was so low that if I had a rock, I could have thrown that rock and hit that thing. That's how close it seemed like it was. But there was not a sound at all. And it just went right over us, went off into the east until we couldn't see it anymore. So that kind of sparked the conversation up. My grandmother retold her story about what, you know, what she had seen and as she was doing that, this thing came back around a second time. Or it was a completely different one. I don't know. But it looked identical. Now, this is what's odd. The second time it flew over, my dad's looking up at it. We're all looking up at it. But he says that it it's saying something. Huh. And we're like, what? And he's like, yeah, he goes, the, the lights are, they're printing out words. And he said it, it was saying something about a motorcycle being for sale. 
That's and weird. I can very distinctly remember my grandmother and I looking at each other like this guy has just gone off the deep end because there were no words on this thing at all. Period. They were lights spinning. But he clearly thought he was seeing something about a motorcycle being for sale. That's so random and, and like like weird to see that from a, you know, not to yeah. say that he was lying because clearly he saw something. But like what a yeah. weird thing for an alien spaceship to say if that's what it was. Now, obviously, that's why I think it was kind of uh, in those circumstances. I think it's gov- it tends to be government and maybe they're just testing shit, you know, and, and trying to see what they can do. Kind of almost throwing shit at the wall at that point on a very high level, throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. But yeah, that, that's right. That's insane, man. So that kind of ties in with the the spaceship that he was talking about to you, too. Yeah, in in, in, a, in an odd way, and and I mean, we clearly did not see any words on this, right? You know, but, but it's almost like, um, I was on uh, Shannon Legros podcast. I had told her that story too, and she goes, "It's almost like they came back around and did the Men in Black uh, mind zapping yeah. thing on him to." make him think that he was seeing something completely different. Right. Now, this would have been 1983. So you tell me what kind of craft existed in 1983 that's perfectly round, makes no sound, and advertises stuff for sell in the right. sky. Yeah, now you know, that you say and, that that part, that sounds like that's what exactly what happened. Like he, But does he remember seeing the spaceship? He remembers seeing he? it, but when I asked him about it years later, he referred to it as an advertisement plane. Wow. Okay. And it's like, that was no plane. There was no wings. Right. This thing was perfectly round. Huh. So maybe it's almost like he saw one of those things that was like, uh, you know, they pull the banners behind them, right? Saying yeah. that something's for sale. Wow. Weird, yeah. man. Freaking well, weird. Of like, you know, the Goodyear blimp, you know, how it has the digital display right. screen or whatever, you know, it says something on it. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, not round, then it would need a sound. Yeah, and who that would pay is that nuts. Money, you know, for fuel to fly some craft just to sell a freaking motorcycle. Right. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to believe what, uh, what the lady said there, that other, what you say her name was? Shannon? Or... Shannon Legros. Shannon Legros. Okay, she, uh, I'm going to have to look at her. Yeah, Into the Phrase is the name of her podcast. Oh, okay. I've heard of that, I think. It sounds familiar. But yeah, yeah man, I wish we had more time to talk because uh, this stuff, I mean, I could talk <laughs> about this stuff constantly, man. But uh, we'll have to, I'm obviously, we'll we'll touch base again and, and uh, you know, we'll be in touch to, to talk about either this or more of the numerology stuff. This is wild, though. I don't think, I, I mean, I definitely haven't heard you talk about this and hopefully people find it interesting and can go and look at your work again. Um, but, uh, you know, tell us again where we can find all this stuff. Yeah. So on Instagram, my uh, Instagram is it a channel. Is that what you call it? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> my profile. It, my, I just call it my Instagram. Okay. So my Instagram is I period T period C period underscore photography. And then if people are interested in the 1111 matrix code, they can go to YouTube and just literally type in 1111 matrix code and it will come right up. I just followed you. Yeah. There's some pretty interesting ones on there. There's a, Oh yeah. There's way more than what I showed you today. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, I'm going to go through that and look through. And I like how you do the thing where you, uh, where you cut it and ha- or you, you replicate it, right? So like you take the half and you flip it around so you can kind of get an idea of what you're seeing in there. So yeah, yeah. Um, some of them I even take a slider and uh, move the slider back and forth so they can see what it looks like before HDR enhancement. Yeah. And after HDR enhancement. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing here. Yeah, good stuff, man. I, I really enjoyed this a lot, Garrick. I appreciate you, you know, sharing some of this stuff. And I mean, yeah, like I like Garrick says, go and check out the Instagram because there's more pictures there. And then do you cover this on your YouTube at all or no? I've I've done like four or five videos on my YouTube channel where I show like a lot of what I showed you, but there's even more stuff on there. And I show okay. them the exact same process of how, you know, I put them into a raw HDR to bring out uh, the detail in the image. Not I'm not adding anything to the images. I'm just enhancing the detail, right. pulling out the detail that's that's there. I love it. Yeah, interesting stuff. Definitely a unique episode for this show. Like I said, I don't cover this paranormal stuff very often at all. So I'm excited to see what people think of it. Hopefully they'll check out your work more. Um, and and for the audience, too, this is the guy that sold me the uh, Roadcaster. So I'm sure that they're very appreciative of the higher audio quality on the show. So that's uh, you guys have Garrick to thank for that. Because I could not afford one of yeah. these, to be honest, if it wasn't <laughs> the generous price that you I sold it for. Purchased- the uh the duo the new one that they came out the roadcaster duo oh man i i wish i freaking had the extra money all my extra money goes into the, the stupidest stuff like i collect cards like ufc cards and garbage pail i got this box of gi joe cards stupid shit like that toys like <laughs> i'm a nerd but you know you gotta you gotta find something to spend your money on right you can't save absolutely. it <laughs> absolutely and <laughs> you can't take it with you when you go exactly Thanks so much, Garrick. I hope that we talk again uh, soon. And uh, obviously, we're on touch on Instagram. I followed your other one. And uh, yeah, we're going to wrap up here. I got another episode that I'm doing with a couple other podcasters here. So thanks again so much for your time. This was a blast. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. For sure. And we'll be back soon, guys, here on Dangerous World. Um, I'm probably going to have a video of this for everyone to see. Usually my video contents for like the, the $5 tier and up. But I'll put this video out for everyone to see. Um, the audio, um, hopefully we can get those, you know, the, the legit clips where we can hear all those. Um, if, if you have the time, no rush. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you so much for doing this and, uh, we'll talk soon guys. Take care.